When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. to episode 25 that was really loud of it's five o'clock somewhere i'm alexandra wyman and i'm anna gazetti and we are the russian sisters as you can tell i am very excited to get this episode started because we can now rent a car we are that old oh yeah it's 25 or 26 no it's 25 awesome quarter of a century big birthday you have to have like your own insurance and stuff so now you can rent a car with your own credit card where are we gonna go where are we going to go? I know. The world is our oyster. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for joining us for another yes, episode. Um, today, it is, you know, it's new. It's new August. It it's a beginning of August. And so today we're going to toast all the August birthday people. Yeah. There are plenty of you out there. So cheers to you. Yeah. Wherever you are. What sign is August? We toast like you. Um, the beginning of August is Leo. Leo. And the ending, well... It's like a week into August is Leo. And then the rest of August is Gemini. Oh, Did no. I just make that up? I think you Virgo. made that up because June is Gemini. June is Gemini. <laughs> August after Leo comes. Oh, now I have to look it back up again. I don't even. <laughs> I could pretend I know. As yeah, I'm like you probably... made me like go out on a limb there and like I was being vulnerable. And I thought that you knew. Out there. And you were like, I don't know what it is, but you get to look foolish. No, not at all. I'm like, I'm thinking it's like Sagittarius, but I feel like I have the wrong time too. Virgo. 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 You did say Didn't Didn't you say Virgo? Beginning anyway. is Leo. And you know what? Anyway, it's not just the, the beginning is Leo. It's like the majority of August is Leo. And no. then the end is Usually Virgo. goes till half the month. But you know what? Don't all right. listen to me. You know, we're just going to say cheers if you if have a birthday If it doesn't have anything August. to do with Taurus, I don't care. <laughs> True story. <laughs> <laughs> so there. Are you a bull? No. Then do I? Yeah, I You're don't like care. let me graze in the grass. Okay, <laughs> yeah, leave me alone. Let me do my thing. Um, I before we get into like updates and everything, I just um, in researching August, which by now, you know, I did. Oh, so well, um, there are some really fun um, month long observances for there August. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> one of them being neurosurgery outreach month. So if you ever needed to do some outreach and in your in the field of neurosurgery this is your month also this in this month of august um a month long observance is happiness happens now i didn't click on the link to see what that was i just thought that was interesting hmm. also it's get ready for kinder kindergarten kinder month. kinder kindergarten month. wouldn't that be july though because technically school now no. starts in august so. no in fact i was seeing today some friends on the fb had posted their people are going back to school today already can you believe today? it like the children are starting already what county is that georgia oh not the county, county of georgia, <laughs> the state of georgia. <laughs> it's just the county of georgia all of it <laughs> so i was like oh that's interesting because i know the northeast probably won't go till late after labor day yeah 
And then um, I go back to school this week mm-hmm. and um, teachers next week and then students in a couple of weeks. So we still have a, a few. So mid-August we go yeah. back to school. I think it's because it's back to school that it's also Children's Eye Health and Safety Month. <laughs> like all the health clerks and nurses are gearing up yeah, for screening. Yeah, that's interesting to me because... I can't tell you how many times I'm like, maybe your kid's vision should be checked. And the parents go, this is like total tangent, but parents take him to the optometrist and the optometrist goes, oh, their acuity is great. And I'm like, I'm not talking about acuity. <sighs> it's acuity? Mm-hmm. I like those oranges. <laughs> oh my God. All right, let's get back to August. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure we could build a whole episode around this, but it's also National Immunization Awareness Month. Oh. Boy, <laughs> Again, especially I'm, around schools. I'm this betting, is interesting. Exactly. I'm betting it's because we're going back to school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I was looking up month long observances um, on the Wikipedia, they also like <laughs> list out good, like good resources. I know <laughs> it's so you know it's true. Um, in the United States of America, um, this month long observance was approved by somebody, mm. and I don't know who approves them. But we should like. Oh no! I, so I, I got, I got that info. Okay. So who, like, do you, who do you apply to? So there, there is an application that you submit online. To, is it like a federal department of? Something? There is a group. Uh, I think so. Basically, there's a group who has to unanimously agree to um, pass the observance, and they get eighteen thousand requests. Holy um a year holy. and i think it said like 30 get approved a year out of eighteen thousand. Mm-hmm. so when we put in our application we've got to make it like top notch pizzazz yeah total pizzazz and glitter yeah. and everything well there was one that you said for a day i don't remember what it was um who's oh princess peach oh that is a month so it's a right. month-long observance it is you guys it is national princess peach month and if so you don't I know who thought Princess that, that peach well, is. Hold on, I thought that was a kind of peach, right? Because we've got the Palisade peaches. And I was like, oh, that's these what, peaches hail from Princess. Yeah. You know, this kind of peach. And Anna had to correct me. No. Who is she, Anna? She's a character. Mm. She's a cartoon character uh-huh. from Mario Brothers. I'm just going to let She's that sit for a moment. Save. At the end, we should all have an observance of Princess Peach. So that's my thing. I'm like, if Mario Brothers was able to get a day passed for observation or a month, sorry. Yeah, a whole month. Yeah, just get a day. Then I'd like, I think we can, I think we can get a day. We can too. We need to look into this application. You can too. I mean, I know we have, we have said this probably in 18 of our 25 episodes, but we are going to work really hard to figure out a day or a month-long observance of our own Mm -hmm. it's gonna be fun yeah um and check your water quality this month people because it's national water quality month so make sure your filters are up to date is that federal or just the state (laughs) it's united states it's a month-long observance oh well florida needs a little check on that water quality yeah it's not a state thing now it's a federal yeah (laughs) florida gets to do its own thing no that's unfortunate they always get to do that. It's thing. a little weird to me if people, and we, I mean, we're not going to go down that rabbit hole either, but it's a little weird to me that people can get sick from the water. <sighs> I know, Michigan. I know. I know. Yeah. It's unfortunate. What, right? 
You're right. We can spend a whole other yeah. episode. We have a different plan. Let's that. stick with our plan. Yeah. Um. So as I wrap up with observances, just so you know, people, August is also. Oh, uh, this week, this first weekend of August is National Farmers Market Week. So make sure to visit your farmer local farmers markets, and mm. this Friday, August seventh, is International Beer Day. What? what? So I know. Make like, sure what am I doing? What am I doing for National beers. Beer Day? International Beer Day. Excuse me. International Beer Day. Yeah, what am I going to drink? For? Some international. Wait, beers. how do you get? So is it like the U.S. has International Beer Day, or is it like internationally recognized? Let me go back day? and consult the Wikipedia. I'm only thinking like, wow. I mean, why would we just do something federally for the U.S. if we can have an international day? We might as well go for an international day. I think it's just. A, it, oh, you're so right. <laughs> what agency do we need to contact right? about that? Ah, yeah, okay. And I won't talk about the goat cheese day because that's coming up, but that's sometime in August, but not yet. So there, there you have it, folks. Yeah, you've got your month log, long, (laughs) your month log, your monthly log of observances. You're (laughs) welcome from the Wikipedia. I'm not even. I'm drinking a fizz today, okay. (laughs) And then you've got the week long. This week is farmers markets, so go visit them, support local, and then beer day. So drink yeah. some beer. You guys, yeah, you got some things to do. Yeah, go do them, says the Taurus. <laughs> <laughs> is that you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was adorable. All right, so I am done with my bit about observances, and I did that yeah. really well. We told you last week we were going to get back on track. We lied. <laughs> we're, we're slowly but surely, we're, we're moving forward, baby steps. <laughs> Upward and onward. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, yeah. how was your week? <laughs> <laughs> it's been okay. I know, I know how your week was, but we the people. It's don't. funny that you talk about the Taurus because I definitely had to tap into some Aries this week, mm. and so I've been dabbling a little bit about my patio situation. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to tell the whole story because I'm so fired up and quite annoyed. So I'm going to say it as succinctly and quickly as possible. Brevity. Yes. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got some quotes to have a patio, which we all know started with a cottonwood tree and my fence. And my mm-hmm. deck had to come down and I go and I get some quotes for patio. And then um, a guy who lives down the street, I was told like my neighbors were like, hey, check him out because he does patios. And, and he's said, a neighbor. And he's a neighbor. Support local. So had him come. He quoted very similarly to my other quotes. And I was like, why not throw my neighbor some work? Sure. Um, they did a really great design. Yeah. It's nice. Um, and then uh, he heard that I wanted to paint my house. And so he was like, hey, my brother-in-law does that. You Painting. should check him out. Painting houses? Painting houses. So I got some quotes for that. I didn't just go off of his recommendation. and um, But his brother-in-law was very nice. He came in about in the middle. So I was like, well, that's fair to come in in the middle. In the middle of? Um, for price range. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. That wasn't clear. Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> right. I never got into that show. I'm a middle. You are a middle. Anna mm-hmm. in the middle. <laughs> Anna in the middle. So it came in the middle well, of that, pricing. Yeah. Anna in the middle as far as sibling. <laughs> That's right. Rank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not for other reasons. No. <laughs> um, so I asked the guys, right? They're brothers-in-law. And I said, hey, which, which way, which order of operations do I do this? Like I've already had to deal with other stuff. How do I do this? Should I paint first? Or should I do patio first? And they said, it really doesn't matter. Um, when paint happens, you know, drop cloth measures are made to make sure um, no paint spills. 
sure enough, they didn't do that. So I had the patio poured. Um, takes 30 days for it to cure so that you can seal it. And the you painter, have to wait 30 days before you can walk on it? No, you oh. can walk on it, but it doesn't seal. Okay. Like you can't seal it because even if you can walk on it, it's still like kind of drying and curing underneath. Right, right, right. So the painters come um, a, not even a week after the patio is poured and they do not put drop cloths down. Now I want to explain a little bit because part of this is some of the feedback I've gotten from these two guys is a question of why I wasn't so-called managing the painters. Why you weren't managing well, the painters? yeah. Like, I didn't go outside and make sure they put drop cloths Were they going to pay you to manage their people? You know, I kind of wonder. I, You know, I haven't approached the subject. That's an but interesting perspective. I don't manage the people who come and do work around my house. Well, and I have a toddler. Yeah. So I don't have time to sit and manage my toddler and then go outside when I've hired an expert and have that manage them. That's an interesting perspective. Anywho. Yeah. So they drop paint. I go back to the painter. He takes forever to come Wait, back. The painters who are painting your house mm-hmm. don't put drop cloths down Correct. on your newly cemented patio. And they know it's newly cemented. And they know it's newly cemented yep. because they're brothers-in-law. Correct. Um, who do have these companies. Mm-hmm. And the painters spill paint on your newly cemented new patio without drop cloths. Correct. Okay. Big. Like Just to the make point sure that when they cleaned it off, yes. they have now killed some of my grass. They cl- they clean the paint off the new concrete and killed your grass. Yes. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. What a headache. All right. Well, that's and this not all started even. with a cottonwood tree in your neighbor's yard. <laughs> yes. I feel like I this know. is like, and this is the house that Jack built. Remember that? Yeah. And the house yeah. that Jack built. Hmm. So okay. I go back to the painter. He doesn't get back to me in time. And I also go to the patio guy and I say, paint was poured. What can we do? And from the beginning, he was like, go back to the painter. So patio guy says, go to my painting brother-in-law. Yeah. yeah okay. We're just going to call them by names. Sure. Oh, Rick okay. is patio guy. Harley is painter. Oh, yeah. I don't have a problem about Harley keeping a secret Got about sure. their businesses. Harley concrete. Yeah. No, Harley is painter. Rick is concrete. <laughs> See, I messed it up. That's why I have to say patio and painting. Yeah, that's right. fine. So Rick is patio. Harley is painting. Okay. So I go to Harley. the. I'll just call him Harley the painter. Sure. And I say, hey, can you come and take a look at it? I don't see the spots. What do you mean you don't see the spots? I see them. Then I have Rick. And you took pictures. Oh, yeah. I've got pictures. And I have. And so then I have the patio guy come out, Rick. Rick, And I say. Neighbor. Hey, um, like if we seal this, what is this going to look like? Are the spots going to be seen? Yeah, the spots are going to be there. Okay. What can we do about it? So your neighbor, the patio guy, sees the spots. Oh, yeah. And the painter, his brother-in-law, does not. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and so what ends up happening is they start going back and forth. So I go to the patio guy. So in my mind, this is how my mind works. Rick, the patio guy, he is an expert in cement. Yes. So I go to Should him, be, hopefully, not to blame him for the paint drop, but to sure. say, some chemicals have dropped on my patio. Uh-huh. What can I do so I don't ruin it and can have this? Valid. Because you'd like to have some patio furniture. And put, I would. And put together the grill. Yeah. Yeah. His response was, I didn't drop the paint. It's not my problem. Okay. So he's sending you back to his brother-in-law. He is. So he's just Who like. Who won't respond to me. Dismissive. 
very dismissive. And oh, wait, you said the painter guy won't respond to you. Will not respond to me. So it takes him days and days and days. And so then I'm, but what I'm hearing is the more days that it takes for him to come out and try and find a solution, the more the paint is now stuck into the patio. Right. So then I have the patio, I'm going back and forth between them. Well, power wash. Okay. Guys came and power, the, the painter guys came and power washed. Mm. The spots are still there. I go back to the patio guy. The spots are still there. Not my problem. Go back to the painter. I go back to the painter. Well, I don't see it. And he says, I don't see the spots. So uh, what you're seeing is actually the patio. No. <laughs> and of course, the patio guy's like, no, that's not. Right. So then the painter and guy. brothers in law. The- oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Christmas must be fun so at their can, house. You can see that I'm like, what is wrong with you people? Mm-hmm. Because, and I even, so I'll get to me kind of using my areas on one of them. So then I, I, I finally get the painter, Harley, to come out. And he looks at it and he's like, I'll have my guys come out and power wash and try and scrape it. Like there's a boot print, yeah. a clear boot print that is larger than my foot mm-hmm. <laughs> on the patio. So and he's trying yeah. to claim that it's patio. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Like you can see the color of my house all along mm-hmm. the edge of this patio. And I'm like, do you need spectacles? Do you need binoculars? Like, what do you need? Because mm-hmm. this isn't okay. Right. Can you right? And ultimately, you're like, can I? Can you just fix it? And I told them both dragging out so long. I told them both that. I said, really, I just need you guys to come up with a solution. I'm not concerned about whose fault it is. I know that the painters did it. Yeah. But the patio guy, being the expert, I'm like, you're the expert in this. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So then the painter guy comes to me and he says, I'll call Rick, the patio guy, and we'll come up with a solution. Cool. Two weeks goes by. Mm Mm-hmm. And so then I go, I go to Rick and I say, did Harley get in touch with you? I haven't heard from him. Okay. Nope. He hasn't heard from him. I go back to Harley and I say, what's the deal? And he goes, well, um, didn't you pick a color for the stain? Now, this is an option that was provided to me to stain the patio another color. The problem is that I'm getting conflicting information about how to stain it. So patio guy Rick is now saying to basically paint the patio, which makes it look really really ugly and not what you wanted it to not what i wanted it to Mm -hmm. harley is saying to do just a regular seal which will bring up all the spots Mm -hmm. so i'm like you guys are giving me different information and also there are different colors that you can do do you want to know what the response was from both of them okay because i talked to them separately about colors for this ceiling yeah um if you just google colors for a patio you can just bring it up and I was like, I'm sorry. Are you telling me now again to do your job after you guys told both told me, both of them told me at separate times that they would bring me a little book with colors? Hopefully you haven't paid them yet. Well, <laughs> at this point, this is where it gets interesting. So Rick, the patio guy, has made it clear that he doesn't want to come and seal it. So I say, OK, then I'd like a refund for the amount it would cost to seal it. Sure. That seems fair to me. Mm-hmm. So I go to him and I say, I'm, I'm waiting for this refund. $160. Now, let me tell you, mm-hmm. the cost of my patio, that doesn't like, basically, that was the amount for product. Mm-hmm. That wasn't even close to labor, anything I can mm-hmm. get. And he, he this, so I call him and I say, this was very frustrating for me. Sure. 
And he goes, I don't, and I love this. You know that I love this. When people go, well, Alexandria. Oh boy. Uh-huh. You don't even say your name right. <laughs> and I was like, like if they're going to scold you and use your name, like, <laughs> told, you should probably say it right. I was like, oh boy. I was like, you really don't want to keep doing this because I'm just going to. So I just went off on him and I was like, here's the deal. This is what I'm looking at. He's like, it's not my problem. And I said, I realize you did not put the paint on the patio. What I'm looking at is, let's say in five years, something does spill on my patio and I want to go back to my patio guy and say, hey, what can I do? Mm-hmm. Are you going to come to me and tell me, well, I didn't spill it, so it's not your problem? So like this doesn't make sense to me. So this is how I look at it. This is what he's telling me. I'm in my car and someone hits me from behind, let's say. Sure. And I go to an auto shop and I say, I need your help fixing it. And they go, oh, we don't fix it. Go back to the guy who hit you. We didn't cause the accident. We didn't do the damage. Oh, boy. Right. And that's just not how things work like that. Okay. So and I even asked like- him. I said, you haven't been contact. Like, you haven't responded to anything I've said. You haven't been contacting me. And his response was, you tell me what you how you want to fix the patio. Good. Like, you're supposed to know because you're the expert. So... All, all in all, like what? So where it gets are we better. Right now? So it gets better. So then I go back to the painter and I say, "What do you think is reasonable as a discount for dropping the paint?" Okay, and he goes five hundred dollars. Now here's the problem with that: I had to go to another patio company and have them give me a quote of how much it's going to cost me to fix the patio. to fix the patio. Mm. And between these two schmucks, sorry, you guys, I'm calling them schmucks, $660 is what they think is reasonable. And I've told them several times, you wouldn't be okay with this for your house. Why do you think it's okay for my house? Mm -hmm. Now, this is a very frustrating thing. And what it brought up for me even more was that Rick, the patio guy, kept saying over and over, he's like, I cut you such a deal Mm -hmm. on your patio. First of all, he didn't because his price came in the same as two other people. Right. Secondly, I don't care if someone gives you a deal. That doesn't mean you get to treat them poorly. Right. You should be no less of a priority just because someone decided to yes. get you a discount. It totally reminds me. Years ago, I worked at this hotel and the manager I worked with, he would he would basically train us and say... The higher someone pays for a room, the better service they get. The lower someone pays for a room, they get no service. So like, right, you go through a third party like Expedia or Orbitz or one of those. And he would literally say, those people do not get any anything, any service or anything from us. That reminds me of um, when I moved into my townhome and I was having the... um, the what is this stuff the popcorn taken off the ceilings and I needed to have that done and I needed to have it painted and um the contractor who who I brought in to give me a quote and he he um was someone who's done other work for the family uh-huh. um so he came recommended and I was like he's supposed to like he's right he'll he'll do right by me because he's like been loyal to my yeah, other family absolutely. members and so then when he gave me the quotes I was like okay well at this point I can only afford to do one or the other and he was like no 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 Anna like I'll just do it for you I'll just do it for you and then you right you pay what you can and I was like all right dude Mm -hmm. like all right so that was our agreement before the project started and then when the project ended which they messed up I had a bunch of stuff to clean up afterwards they messed up my, my new flooring a whole bunch of stuff happened um 
And then he got really angry with me when he was like, Anna, I need the rest of the money. And I was like, what money, dude? I've already paid you. And he was like, no, da, da, da. Like it became this whole big thing. And I was like, no, like you don't get to be angry at me because you set up a deal in the beginning. I know. Right. And that's the whole thing with this is I like... I'm like, fine if you want to wash yourself of this situation. But this is why I'm... Normally, I try and walk away quietly. But this is why I'm like, I will call out Horizon Painting and Colorado Curbscapes. And I will say, avoid them. Don't get me wrong. My house looks beautiful. It does look beautiful. The patio looks beautiful. The problem I have is one... Harley, the painter, did not own up to the fact he's never apologized. If he had come to me and been like, oh, this is so bad. I am so sorry. I wouldn't take this on. I'm going to help you out. Let's figure out a solution. I'd probably feel a lot differently. If Rick was like, hey, this happens. Let's figure this out together. Like, I know it's not. I know you're not saying that I'm the one who did it. I wasn't even trying to get any other money back from Rick, the patio guy. With the exception of what it was to seal because he was refusing to seal. And so I'm like, I feel like I'm being, I've gone to people, my friends who are contractors, Mm -hmm. I've gone to people who work in corporate and I've said, am I totally off the wall? And everyone across the board has said, nope, they could have come to you with solutions. They could like, that's all I've wanted. And they could have treated me with respect and as a priority. And instead it is like pulling teeth. They don't call me back. They won't. I That's have just bad business. So totally bad business. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's okay I shouldn't to leave be treated like reviews. It is not like it's. Gr- Thank you for giving me a deal. That's really nice. If you think you've given me a deal, that's really nice. But then you can't treat me differently because of it, or then throw it in my face that now that you're not doing what you said you were going to do, like, oh, well, I don't have to because I gave you a deal. And it's not like you asked for the deal. Like if that's something, again, if that's something that they wanted to do, then that's on them. Yeah. And it just sucks. Then then they didn't make you a priority and then they ignored you and then they didn't own up to things and then they won't do anything to fix it. And now I'm going to this other company and the guy was like, oh yeah, we've seen this before. We know what to do. He even had his little color book with him. He was like, let's pick out a color right now because the other guys both of these two other guys were like there's a shortage on supply so we don't even know if we can get the paint color cards and this guy like showed up with it and he's like this is what we do all the time we help with these kinds of things he's like because the patio guy was like it'll take me 30 minutes to seal it like that is 160 bucks you don't know what you're talking about he's like what are these other people telling you and at that point i was like i'm not going to argue with you about what other people are telling me we're past the point of you helping with a solution yeah and i was like go ahead and give me your refund but i i just can't i was like i can't in good conscience recommend you to anybody well and i'm really glad that things are going to work out and that you're going to oh yeah i'm so excited because it's like it's gonna be gonna get fixed and it's gonna be awesome and then you could get patio furniture and we could put the grill together and that'll be fun i know but i do i i mean well first of all let me just say you're not alone Right. I'm sure this has happened. Well, well yeah. I just t- well, told I my say, story. Like, what, like, like, we yeah. have lots of stories about oh, this. I was going to say, like, what about your concrete? Because you oh, have some concrete well, stuff I going on I have a concrete too. story too. Yeah. That is funny. Um, but it also kind of makes me wonder. And you guys, this is just a wondering. So you can, you know, get mad at me for this wondering or whatever. And then stop listening to us or give us bad reviews. I hope you don't. No, don't do that. But I am wondering... If your husband was still here, totally or if you story. were a man living totally in this house, story. I feel like oh, yeah. to the core, oh yeah, it would be a very different story. There would be different conversations, totally. and that sh- 
stuff. I almost said a bad word, but that <laughs> stuff would have gotten fixed pronto. Oh, yeah. They these, wouldn't have put up with these like, guys are good old boys. They are. They and and I I really have no hard feelings toward them as people. I just think that they're not the business people that I want to do business with. Totally good old boys club. They he like he is good friends with all of the husbands around me. And I see it and they all come together and yeah, the wives are politely asked to go somewhere else. Well, so they're going to start sucks. coming on my patio. I'm like, come right. on ladies. When I get yeah. my furniture, you can come over on my, oh yeah. If Sean was here, this totally wouldn't have happened at all. They would be cracking a beer. They'd have it done in no time. They, and then they'd right, and fix it. It'd be like and they fixed, this has been going on for two months now and they would have fixed it immediately. Right. And on top of everything else that you've had to deal with, this on top is just stupid. It's just stupid that you've had to go through this whole thing. I am glad that it's getting fixed. So oh, far. I'm huzzah for that. I am. And the and the guy was like so sweet. And and I'm just right. Like here I am putting myself out there again because I'm like, you guys are the experts. Like I don't understand. You wouldn't like I was telling Anna, I was like, you wouldn't have your kid like break their arm in a soccer game, bring him to the physician and the physician go, go find the kid who broke the arm because they're the ones who have to set it like this. Is, yeah. What? It's <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Okay. That's quite stupid. So that's kind of my crazy, stupid story. So what about your concrete? Okay. So the <laughs> other day <laughs> I came home. I, okay. I came home at nighttime and I usually, even though I get a notification that I have packages delivered, like if I come through the garage, I'll just open the front door and see if I have any packages out there. Well, the other day I came home and I opened my front door and my screen door was shut and there's caution tape on it. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> it's kind of dark. So I was like, where did this come from? And I see that my front patio, at least half of it, that all the concrete is broken up. <laughs> so I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> so to back up, when I first moved into the, to my place, I have a front walkway that um, a little walkway that opens up to a front patio space. And then I have a concrete slab off my back door for a small little back patio. And that concrete slab in the back was cracked in a couple places, as happens in Colorado. So I wasn't very surprised. But when I moved in, some of my neighbors, um, I could tell that they had just had some concrete work done, like um, new walkways and whatnot. And so one of my neighbors said, you should talk to the HOA about getting your concrete fixed. Um, because as you know, if you live in a townhome or condo community, the exterior yeah, is the responsibility the of the HOA. So I was like, oh, good to know. So the cracks in the back concrete slab didn't really bother me, but it, I mean, it didn't look very pretty, but it wasn't like super bothersome. Um, and the front was kind of cattywampy, um, just angled and yes, had become a trip hazard. And so shortly after I had moved in, a gentleman, an elderly gentleman came by and I don't, I mean, it doesn't really matter that he's older. Um, but this gentleman came by and he's like, hi, my name is so-and-so and, um, I am, you know, just making the rounds and if there's anything I can do to help you out, help you since you just moved in, um, let me know. And I was like, oh, cool, great. And he was like, um, saying that the HOA was going to be, um, working on some concrete stuff. And I was like, oh, good. Because my front walkway has become a safety hazard. And I also have these cracks in my back slab as well. And so time goes on. I don't hear anything from the HOA. And I've been there for about three years now. I don't hear anything. I know, right? (laughs) Three (laughs) years ago. So I don't hear anything from the HOA. 
finally I hear for, um, back from this gentleman and he lets me know that um, it sounds like, according to him, that the previous owners of my house put um, did the concrete and they had um, some stamping and whatever else in the front patio. He's like, because they did that, the HOA wasn't going to replace no. mine. Mm-hmm. No, no. And then he said um, that... Um, for the back patio, I could have that replaced if I paid 50% no. of the cost. No. And I was like, well, that doesn't sound right to me. And I'm an educator and I can't really afford that right now. So I was just going to hold off on the concrete like, work. Can I skim through those bylaws, please? <laughs> right. And that was probably a year into my being in my place. And so then for the last two years, nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. And I was looking. Until you came home one day. <laughs> well, until I came home one day. Like, there it is. Well, and so there's been like this upheaval evil with my HOA since our $10,000 assessment for hail damage that we had to pay in January. So there's been like this upheaval. People are trying to overturn the board. This gentleman who came by apparently is the president of the board and a big fat liar. And I was like, wow, because yeah, he he told me some tales. Can Um, I just say this is an interesting thing because that for you is like a normal story for multiple HOAs that yes. happened in my old one. That seems to be for condos and townhomes. It's like these retirees, no offense to retirees who get on the board and I guess you want to feel fulfilled and have something to do, but to terrorize the inhabitants or to just, I'm like, what are you doing? Take advantage, manipulate, yes. like you name it. Well, and when all this was, all the hubbub was happening, it probably January, February, or March, people were going to the Nextdoor app to review and to talk about what's going on. And then there were people from all over this area who are part of HOAs, like same, same, yes. same, Oh, no, same. we went through that in and my there, old and it, it sounds like there's not a heck of a lot that anybody can do. That is correct. So I, since all this upheaval, I have been paying attention to, I've gone to some board meetings. They've all been on Zoom. And then I've been paying attention to the agenda and the minutes from the meetings. And I saw on this last July meeting that, that um, they were looking for concrete work to be approved. But it didn't list out any of the places. Like when they, they talked about what roofs are still going to be fixed, they mm-hmm. list out the unit numbers that are still going to be fixed. And then if someone else has a particular project they want to work on for the exterior of their condo or townhome, um, that's also specified. But the concrete work was just concrete work in general. So when I came oh. home <laughs> the other day, when I came home and, and what if you like, tape, couldn't I was like, use your garage? Like what if you had to go <laughs> out through your I front know. door? I was like... Right. And, and don't forget, we had been on trips. So I'd been That's away. True. And then, um, but I, I opened up the door and I'm like, oh, I, I guess I'm getting concrete work done. And yay, because I, you know, yeah. I was told that I was going to have to pay for it or that it was never going to happen. So I was like, okay, cool. But then I immediately marched through my garage because I couldn't use my front, <laughs> my front patio. I had to walk through my garage and I went and I checked the mail, nothing in the mail, no notice, no emails, no nothing. So I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. I bet that's in the bylaws. And also I'm grateful that this work is happening. And then the next day they started tearing up the concrete slab on the back. So I was like, sweet. So both of those were torn up. And then over the course of a week, both of those were um, fixed and new. Is it more level now, your friends? It's all all level. (gasps) And I used to have a step up into my walkway and they sloped it down. So I'm like, well, that's going to be awesome, especially in the winter and for shoveling. Um, And then also when I put up my Christmas lights, remember I got a notice that I had to take them down? I wonder if it was Colorado Curbscapes. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Doubtful. (laughs) Anyway, so like I'm I'm, I'm excited about the work that was done. And also I went out like, (laughs) as you said, right, it takes a couple days 
days to dry and then they took the caution tape down so I could use my front walkway and I'm like been out there admiring and and because they changed the concrete um, they had to fix some siding which they came and did oh, that's and then awesome. I went out there and um, at the front part of my walkway <laughs> at the front entrance I noticed um, a bum print and a handprint <laughs> oh in my concrete and I was like well I didn't do that and and much like your boot print, I was like, I don't want them thinking that it's mine either. So I put my hand in the handprint and my hand is definitely smaller than the handprint that is there. But I promptly took a picture of the bum and handprints and sent them to oh my, my HOA management company lady, not the board people, but yeah. the management company yeah. lady. And I was like, hi, just wanted to like, thank you so much. Such a surprise that this work was going to happen. I'm yeah. so grateful because it looks great. And also this block needs to be replaced. <laughs> <laughs> because someone either sat like fell over do you think sat they did in, it whatever. when they were fixing your siding no no oh. it happened before that because the siding they waited till it was all done and even like okay if it was one of the workers and they fell over like just smooth that puppy out yeah so I, I have no idea who did it and i you know i don't want to assume anything or make any guesses but and so have you heard back from your hoa about that the hoa lady said that she put in a work order because oh, i was like okay. hey can you send me the name of someone yeah. I need to, and she's like she put in a work order i was like that's awesome that is really awesome so funny story in the meantime and you guys i don't check my mail every day i don't <laughs> get a lot of mail i get a lot of ads and yeah. like Ugh. coupons and stuff so i don't check my mail every day it's probably like every week 10 days, 14 days, sometimes, you know, whatever. And it, my mail, <laughs> the little mailbox thing is never full. So that's why I feel like I can go forever without checking my mail because I just don't get a lot of mail. So if you want to send me mail, you can email me for my address and you can send me thank you cards, any kind of cards of encouragement <laughs> or appreciation. I will gladly take from you. So anyway, so I go and I check my mail because um, I haven't checked it in a while, probably since Ricky was house sitting for me when we went on trips. And um, we came back from trips. So it's been a couple weeks. And I go out, um, check my mail. And I had a letter, you guys. I had a letter in the mail from my HOA. They had done one of their like walkie walks around. And it was a letter, much like the one I got about the Christmas lights, saying it was time to take them down in July, <laughs> which I did before trips. Um, I got a letter saying, hey, your weeds are really high in the back. And I'm sure you want to keep see. it. Da, da, da. Let's see. So you get a letter about the weeds mm -hmm. and how do they expect you're going to pull the weeds when you don't have a patio back there? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So I got the letter about the weeds. Like you should probably take care of your property, Miss Gazzetti. Yeah. And, um, and right. No letter that the concrete work was going to happen. And what's <laughs> funny is uh, the date of the letter was like a day before the concrete work started. So I'm like, even if, um, you were like, take care of your weeds, please, which I will totally own up to the fact that they were ridiculous they the milkweed gets out of control that sucker those grow i swear they grow They're like inches. weeds they grow like weeds because they are weeds <laughs> but i mean <laughs> i'll have like no no yeah. or they'll be like they'll just be little tiny ones and then it barely rains and all of a sudden they're four feet tall yeah it's ridiculous exactly yeah so i get this notice like please take care of your weeds i'm sure you want a nice community for everybody to enjoy and i'm like <laughs> awesome thing do you think one of your backdoor neighbors like complained i, I don't think so they, i don't know <laughs> i was trying to right? enjoy my my warm cup of coffee i it wasn't never the jackhammer no, that bothered me it i was never see anyone out my like my backdoor neighbors like i feel like there are people that live in the, that unit but i never see any of them yeah like no patio activity from them at all so yeah. i'm like oh okay so um 
the front's going to get fixed at some point. That's good. The back, I did some weeding today <laughs> to try and take <laughs> care of that. And then I had to come and podcast. So I had to take a break. But, so that that is getting taken care of. But I was like, come on, HOA. Like, yeah. you're going to nitpick at me before my Christmas lights. And okay, some milkweeds that just happened to grow ginormous. I will take care of that. And then you start concrete work. So I can't take care right. of that. So I was like, whatever. It's all well, getting and, taken care of. And my HOA, so my neighbor who doesn't live here, her yard is totally trash. Milkweeded. There's so many, excuse me, my little burp in there. Um, <laughs> so many uh, high weeds. That even like one of my other neighbors was, was like, hey, you know, I'd watch the gap with your new fence because there might be snakes back there. Oh, my God, snakes. And I was like, uh, awesome. Thanks. And that made me because I have a whole area that's full of weeds because there was something completely different that was planned for that part of our yard. And it just hasn't really happened. And it's going to be different now that Sean has passed. But. But I, I mean, that I've heard people say it would be like 30 grand to fix her backyard because it's so bad. And I tried to contact my HOA like this is kind of what's going on. And they were like, we, we don't govern backyards. You're right. Yeah. Right. Not a, Well, you're in like, yeah, single family home HOAs. Don't. Yeah, I, I don't say but they do like. I've been told there's a, a neighbor down the back there and then know, they'd say, right? take your Christmas I'm like, where down. were you guys when mine were stolen? Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but there's a neighbor like going down my street, the other direction who apparently is like, I don't know if he's on the HOA board or he's an HOA. Re- like he keeps an eye on our particular street and then we'll report stuff to the HOA to send us letters. So everyone around here is pretty diligent about making sure our lawn make sure you're you mow regularly and we i mean my front yard now is getting crazy with some of those weeds but it's a lot to manage it is a lot to manage and the thing with weeds is as soon as you clean them up they come right back yeah well and we need the moisture right that's what every colorado says we need the moisture no but i'm glad that the concrete is coming through for you yeah and then i'm really excited because when you did your yard work i took home some flies flagstone that's what <laughs> it's did. called flagstone yeah you did so i have a, like a Thank whole big pile that. of flagstone sitting in my garage that i hope to use in that back area back behind the big concrete slab that's awesome. in my, off my back i actually um as i'm fixing uh it's like it's kind of a retaining wall it's probably more decorative though because it's not like the whole land is going to slope if this wall isn't there um but i've had to like dig and move the wall a little bit and it's amazing what i found like full plastic containers where they the owners before planted flowers and so there's all like plastic containers that i found what? but i also found um initially what i thought was a piece of flagstone so they but there is some like metal edging that's buried i don't mm. know why you would bury that um so there are some other pieces of brick and i did find like a small piece of flagstone so i'm like oh, oh. there's more yeah that's I awesome. mean, I don't need all these things, but I found found a tennis ball while I was weeding. <laughs> yeah, like someone was throwing tennis balls to their dog, and then like, whoops, they threw it up into my property and into the weeds. And then they're like, not getting no. that puppy back because the milkweed was so dang tall. No, well, and so those I threw it back hurt. Down. They have thorns on them. Yeah, they hurt. Well, I wear gloves. So do I, but they still hurt. I wear PPE while I'm weeding. <laughs> You have, do you have some eyewear too? <laughs> Go out. No, I didn't. We should I wear some. Go- oh my goggles. gosh! Can you wear waders? Uh, I feel like you need like a weeding lab coat, some waders, and you got your gloves, and then you need to wear. So for some- our next Olympics party, that's right. <laughs> we're gonna the be next like- garden party we have. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be like Olympic weeders. Yeah, <laughs> with oh our waders gosh. on. That's right. That is really funny. Yeah. Um. So. 
I have to tell you about the show I've been watching. Oh. Yeah. It was just recommended to me. At, no segue um, for that, people. Are you ready? We are changing boxes. We're yeah, going to a no, new subject. Brain today. Yeah. Um, so you're right. We're no, just I love it. Okay. Tell me ship. about this show. Um, so I learned about it when I was at this uh, work retreat this last week, which was super phenomenal, su- super fun, um, up in the mountains, um, got to spend some time with some colleagues, coworkers, administrators. It was super fun. What have you? Um, what have you? Um, <laughs> what was I saying last week? Post facto. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I, it was probably my principal who was like, oh, have you watched this show called Alone? on Netflix. Um, there's only one season. It looks like there are a bunch of seasons before this one, but there's only one season on Netflix. And this um, show alone features like 11 people getting dropped off in like Northern territories of Canada um, in the Arctic, like up, up above Alberta or wherever. Uh-huh. Um, and they get dropped off at different locations. And I'm not going to give away how the locations are chosen for them because you're going to watch the show and you're going to be like, oh, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, no. they 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 have this like, I don't, I don't know how big of a, a radius um, that their space is, but they can't go into a competitor space and no one can come into theirs. And so um, it's just like episode after episode of watching these people be dropped off in the middle of nowhere and then have to just build their own um home for the next however long they're there and the point of the show was to try and make it 100 days and then they win a million dollars um which the things people do for a million dollars you guys you have to watch this show <laughs> it's so interesting it's actually fascinating some of the th- parts um when, especially when they're hunting i had to fast forward through because i'm like Eek! um but it's you know it, when you think about our ancestors and i'm going to tie this to being up in the mountains um because where we were for this retreat is where um, our sixth graders, some of our sixth graders go for their outdoor lab or outdoor education program. And um, they have this covered wagon on property. And when I'm up there every time, I'm always fascinated by how people got here originally, right? They yeah. came in covered wagon. There were no roads. They had people to come died the of dysentery. <laughs> they did. And that's funny <laughs> that you brought that up because we, we were like, Oregon Trail, you died of dysentery. Yeah, we were talking about the covered wagon. Um, but the people on this alone show, right, and and who are survivalists, they're you know this is like their work and their life to be survivalists. Um, they they talk about ancestors and how like when people first came out here, this is what they had to put up with before we had all the moder- modern amenities and electricity and and whatnot, and they you know, we're very simple people living off the land. And so it's, I don't know, it's a very cool concept, very cool show. I binged it like super fly fast. Cause I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. So I'm curious, um, do they, so there, there've been a couple survivor guys. So there were, um, Bear Grylls, right? So mm-hmm. he did a bunch of stuff, which I know, is, I didn't watch his stuff. Well, and so at first I'd get really into it and then I had to take a step back and realize like, oh no, there's a camera crew. <laughs> like, yeah. So there's so, no and his camera crew. More, and his was more educational. So his was more about like, here are the strategies. Then there was another guy and I don't, you guys forgive me on this one. the one who I did don't, it naked? No. Oh. <laughs> but he had his own camera. So he would prop up his yes. camera and bring it with him and he would do like his own journaling. So he didn't have, to my knowledge, he did not have a camera crew so i was like well that's a little bit more rugged right because you're having to figure that out on your own so for these people Mm -hmm. um how do they how are they filming they're given equipment so they're given and and they comment on that and the fact like they're like when they go out looking for food 
one arm is tied like they have um, a GoPro, but then also have a tripod with a camera and they're given batteries like they're given cases for all this equipment. Um, and so they're told to document all of their stuff. And so they'd set up their stuff and walk. But they said it was really difficult as a survivalist to be it, it was kind of like a handicap to be, have one hand available if they came across a wolf or wolverine or a bear or a musk ox or whatever. Yeah. Um, then they'd have to like figure stuff out. So it was it was hard for them, they said in the very beginning. But the, yeah, they were supplied with the stuff. And and they had like um, a satellite phone. Like when they were ready to tap out, they'd call, they'd have this phone and call. But, so what was the earliest? Like how many days in was like the earliest? Did you I say that someone tapped like out? It was eight. Eight days? days. But you know, you know, right? Like you, when when I think about it, like you set out on this adventure, like I'm going to, I'm going to go for a hundred days. Oh, I don't think I'd make it like two. some fluke happens, right? You get sick or you fall and hurt yourself or in some of the cases. And again, I won't give away the whole show because I want you to watch it. <laughs> um, you lose a vital piece of equipment that you cannot survive without. Mm. And so that, that, that happened to a few people that either they lost a piece of equipment or they fell and, and then got this injured. would be a spoiler alert but does someone make it the 100 days i cannot tell you you are gonna have to go and watch it mm, i don't think i'm gonna watch it i think you're gonna watch it and it's gonna be amazing <laughs> it's gonna be amazing maybe i'll tell you off maybe i'll tell you off okay well that's nice yeah i'm not gonna spoil for the it rest for our, of you <laughs> for our friends who are listening in yeah but you should go and watch it it's just really cool it's a cool concept and yeah. i was fascinated by how right it is. is it is how i mean spoiled we, have, we are we have here. a couple of friends i would say that that can do that they can just walk into the woods they can walk into the forest and they'll just survive like they have those skills i will just say that for me i'm a wimp and i wear that proudly and i that does not that does i do not want to do that well it doesn't interest me at the end of every episode there's like a moderator guy who talks to the people who were featured on that episode and and he is like you know, talk to the people at home about how difficult it is. Like when you're hungry, you don't have food and you might be sitting at home eating your pizza, watching this. Then I look down in my lap and I have a piece of pizza in my lap <laughs> while I'm watching the show. And I'm like, yes, I am spoiled. I can go to the refrigerator mm-hmm. and get food. Um, technology is yeah. at the tip of our fingers. Like um, it, yeah, it just makes me wonder about simpler lives or how I can simplify what I already have. Um, so there's just mm-hmm. not much. Yeah. Right. There are people who do minimalists. There are. Like Amish. I really need to like, <laughs> and even people we know, right. Just need to pare down stuff a little bit. So I don't mm. know. So I was the rest, I guess, end of summer project as I start back into school. I'm like, hmm, what kind of things can I pare down a little bit? Anyway, yeah. Well, to be good. continued, we'll have to keep following up with you about what you end up paring down. <laughs> well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you offered it. I'm I didn't. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good. On. I like my puzzles. And my <laughs> I love puzzles too. My yeah, stuff. you can't really take your puzzle into I mean, the I don't really wilderness. love stuff, but you know, I like my comforts right now where I am in my life. I'm good. Um, Are you ready now? Because I'm just switching gears once again, like really abruptly. Yeah, go ahead. I'm not very good at transitions this time. Yeah. Um, But did you want to move on to the STW joke of the day? I think it's time for that. I think so. amazing how time flies? Oh, well, we've been having so much fun. We have been having so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I I have a a seafoodie joke for you today. Oh, let's hear it. Sean T. Wyman, this one's for you. Why are fish so easy to weigh? I don't know why. 
Because they have their own scales. (laughs) (laughs) Every time I hope I don't laugh, but I can't help it. I know. And you encourage me to keep telling these (laughs) jokes. I did the same to him. Every time I'd be like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. But I can't stop laughing. And he'd be like, I have another one. I have another one. (laughs) Keep encouraging it. (laughs) No, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I'd be like laughing like, no, stop. (laughs) No, stop. Oh, it's so silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the affirmator today is no judgment. I release mm. myself from any and all judgments. I find my inner critic, call it into my office, and tell it to take a vacation. As it leaves the room, I let out a sigh and begin to enjoy Wait, in, enjoy the joy of simply being. Wow, that was weird to read. Who hired that guy anyway? <laughs> <laughs> Who hired me? Exactly. <laughs> I can't even read today. That's okay. Oh, boy. That's okay. Mama, that's, that's, okay. That's, okay. that's okay. That's okay. We have a couple more weeks till you actually have to start reading again. <laughs> right? Hey, I tell people I finish books all every day, all the time. Yeah, they might be like, you know, about Mickey Mouse. Chimpanzee. Or, or chimpanzee, grumpy monkey. Love that one. You know? All right, you guys. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode. Yes, we thank hope you. you enjoyed it. Absolutely. If you did, leave us a review. Let yes, us know what you feel. Do. Five star review. Contact us if you Share have questions. Us. You know where to find us. We're at the Russian Sisters at gmail.com. Yeah. Hope you have a lovely week. Yeah. Enjoy enjoy August. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be back Next soon. Days of summer. We'll talk to you soon. Have okay. a great week. All right. Bye. Bye. Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate.